0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday. It's November 8th. It's 2021. We have eight basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined today by Mr. Jizzy Dre, Andre Alford. What's happening, Dre? What's
1: going on? How's everything doing?
0: I mean, I've had better weekends. It was a rough NFL and a rough NASCAR weekend. Um, it was not the ending of the NASCAR season I was hoping for. Nailed. Like the main pieces of every lineup for NASCAR and then like all my secondary pieces um, decided they wanted to wreck each other. So, I mean, that did not work out very well. So um I, I get to think about it for three months now and I, I hate that. I always like to finish the season strong, um, but it's not as bad as like losing a live final in NASCAR on the last 20 laps, which happened to me. I think it was in 16 or 17. So it's a little bit better than that.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. That's how I feel with basketball. It, and it ended pretty bad for me last well, bad for me last year, even though even I was hot all year. Um didn't have the showing of one-two in the live final, but hopefully going to get back to it this year and, and take some things down and hopefully give some people some good plays tonight too as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, as always, I hope everyone had an awesome weekend. We are a first-look podcast. It's NBA. So much is going to change throughout the day. We're just kind of setting the stage for what to look for on today's slate. We got four teams on back-to-back, so we don't have a ton of lines out and uh, injury news. There's, some few, there's a few people, Anthony Davis in particular, um, on this slate that we're going to be waiting for some news source. So a lot to talk about, a lot to break down. Make sure you're checking out content here at RotoGrinders grinders throughout the day, but uh, let's get started. We got the Knicks and the 76ers, Two ten total in this game. Uh, Philadelphia is a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. It is a back-to-back for the Knicks, so again, we don't have an injury report for them. On the Philly side, Danny Green's questionable. Tobias and Ben Simmons remain out. Uh, Let's start here with the Knicks. I mean, like I said, Knicks, second end of a back-to-back. Um, they've been actually been playing pretty good this season. Um, what are your thoughts here when it comes to the Knicks?
1: Um, the Knicks are going to be – Tough to roster, just zero. they are tough to pretty much get to DFS on a consistent basis. Um, I know Campbell was arrested on Monday, I mean on on Sunday, so I expect him to probably be, to be a full goal today. So um, I know on FanDuel at least with um, his pricing, that I'm looking at right now he's at 4800. So to me, that's a that's a decent play for tournaments. You can sneak in and probably get him at, um, and then also maybe get yeah, like to a guy like R.J. Barrett. Or on um, Julius or Julius Randle today as well. Um, in the front court since you know, the since pretty much Philadelphia's depleted, um, and pretty much are playing with just their role players. Um, Julius Randle could be in store and have a big game here because there's no one that's going to be able to stop him or guard him. So um I kind of like that matchup. Um, the best out of all of them for him. And then secondarily probably and then everyone else will probably be, um secondary pieces in tournaments if if I get to them at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Knicks, they're priced pretty appropriately. Like you said, Kimba sat Sunday, and I think it was quickly who saw a boost in minutes. Um, And it wasn't even a ton, but I don't expect that to be the case again. Barrett had a really bad game on Sunday. Julius Randle, he has the ceiling. It's just 9,700 on the second end of a back-to-back is not my favorite. Um, I I think like a guy like Mitchell Robinson – if he would just get more consistent minutes, he could definitely pay off this forty three hundred dollar price tag. Um, but I mean, you you never know. Um just for me, the Knicks are they're tough just in general because of the pricing. Nothing like drastically standing out to me here night before, um, as far as the Knicks go. And then I mean on the 76er side of things, we still have some main pieces out with this lineup. So obviously there's going to be some usage bumps, some fantasy point per minute bumps. Um, what are you looking at here on the 76ers side?
1: Uh 76ers is gonna be pretty much um a, a, well from what I've been focused on with them, uh, pretty much a core group of guys. It's just like Tyrese Maxey, Shake Milton, um uh Franklin Korkmas, um Seth Curry, and um and Joel Embiid, who who's a, who should be the big benefit factory, and he even gets a, a gorgeous uh, Niang, too in tournaments, um, if the um if, if he's a sort good of fit, I know the price has come up a little bit on both sides, because uh, he's been getting a lot, um, getting some run lately, but, um, mainly the guards for me, like like you know Shake Milton, he's playing um he's he's starting now so he's getting um pretty much playing 30 um, minutes back in the uh, last two games he played so I like that a lot and then I think Doc Rivers has given Tyrese Maxey as many minutes as he can handle um the last two games he played exactly um uh, last three games we have uh 37 44 and 44 in the last two um being in Chicago and Detroit so I, I like those numbers a lot and those are things that I would um that makes me intrigued to want to get to a lot of tournaments and just a lot of my lineups in general. And they're definitely good cash game plays. The, the sneaky tournament player who I know is going to be probably, oh, not all this, is going to be Seth Curry. And he's going to play about 35 minutes. And so I like him as a tournament play tomorrow for sure. Um, and can be sneaky and has the upside, obviously, as the other guys do. And, he, and, he, and I believe, well, at least on FanDuel, if I'm looking at right now, he's definitely cheaper um then then shake it Ty- entire and, and Tyrese for sure um and any in he, these but he's last year um Cork was who could also give you the upside obviously of about 25 30 fantasy points in a matchup and it's going to see about 30 minutes as well
0: I really want to pay attention to this Danny Green news because it does potentially add someone taking minutes away I mean we know that Tybull's out. I forgot to mention that he's already ruled out for this game. Um, so if Danny Green ends up sitting again, then Korkmaz, Nyang and Seth Curry, Maxi, these guys—they're—they're—they're they're, they're playing over thirty minutes. So, um, I mean, Curry the other night—I I talked about this on the podcast the other day—he was absolutely crushing in the first half, and then like just absolutely disappeared in the second half. So he has the ceiling even at fifty-eight hundred to have these big games. Um, cork maz i think is is someone that's just kind of safe you know he's a really high floor play here at 4900 and then Nyang, if we get news that green's out I, I know he busted the other night he shot 30 percent from the field it's going to happen from time to time so uh, i think this is a good spot to go back to him and then you know we know Embiid's just absolute massive ceiling uh, i think that i'm going to the cheaper plays here though Because we're going to talk about some expensive guys in these later games that I think I like more than Randall and Embiid in this game. Moving on, big gap. So that game starts at 7 o'clock and then the rest of these games start 8 o'clock and and later. So, I mean, we're going to have a large gap in between and make sure you're uh, just like a friendly reminder. If you're playing people from the Knicks and Philly game, make sure you set them right as far as like the lineup construction goes. Make sure the point guards are in the point guard spot. Don't don't have um you know Julius Randle in your utility spot. That will not be a good way to start the night for you. So Brooklyn at Chicago, 215 total here. The Bulls are a one and a half point favorite. Brooklyn is on the second end of a back-to-back, so we'll be paying attention to that. Um and then on the Chicago side, white and Williams are still out. So we'll see if we get any news as far as the Brooklyn team is concerned here. Um, I mean, they, they kind of handled the Raptors without any big issues, but Harden Durant, Blake Griffin played big minutes. Um, so we'll be paying attention. Maybe Blake sits on the second end of a back-to-back here. They're they've been very careful with him to start the season. So, Uh, What are your thoughts here on the Nets?
1: Uh, The Nets is the Nets on from from what I'm looking at with pricing wise, it's not going to be that many guys I want to want to get to in this matchup besides Harden and and, and Durant. Everyone else is pretty much a GBP play if, if you're going to be able to play them. We know um, between Blake and Aldridge are getting about 20 minutes, maybe um, maybe even 30 the most um, on some nights, but you don't know which nights they're going to come, really. Uh, but with Vuj out there, they probably I think they probably will favor LaMarcus more, so maybe he'll get more minutes compared to Blake, um, but it could go either or um, at that point. Joe Harris obviously is always a good play. Uh, he's 4,200 on DK. And he's 4,200 on on, on FanDuel as well, so um, I like the price for him over there as a, as a GVP play possibly. 9.9K um, for Kevin Durant is is kind of too cheap, honestly, with the way he's been playing lately on on DK. So I so I like that price for him. He's someone I probably would try to get to um, in my lives, um, depending on um well the, depending on ownership and seeing how it goes. Um, Because I think this game is actually going to be competitive and be really close as well. And on FanDuel, I think it's just the opposite. You're going to have James Harden low ownership with 9,600, and he has a triple double upside. So he's someone I want to get to more on that side of the field.
0: Yeah, I mean, on the Brooklyn side of things, it it goes back to that conversation of if Anthony Davis sits, then Westbrook is just the guy that I'm paying up for on the slate without a doubt. If Anthony Davis plays, I think both of those guys are super interesting with LeBron already ruled out. And I don't think I like Durant or Harden more than either one of those guys. So, I mean, that's my biggest thing when it comes to Harden and Durant. I mean, they're they're so good. I'm not sitting here saying that Durant and Harden aren't good. They're, they're two of the best players in the NBA. I think where Brooklyn could become interesting is if they start sitting some of these guys. Blake or, or like Lamarcus or any of these guys, Patty Mills, um,
1: right on each. I believe so far they've sat like one of the three as far as between Blake, Lamarcus, and um, Paul Millsap, if I'm correct, right?
0: Yeah, Uh, so Paul Millsap only played five minutes on Sunday, so I I just that's where Brooklyn would kind of be interesting, but even at that point, I don't know if they're going to be better than some of these other you know value plays that we have on this slate, so. I think Brooklyn's a very good team. I think they're super solid. It's just more of, am I really going to be playing a lot of Brooklyn here at these prices? If they don't rule people out, um, because if Blake Griffin plays, he's very interesting at forty three hundred. He's he's been playing consistent minutes here recently. So if they're gonna if they're gonna continue to give him these minutes, like we need to jump on this price because he's going to be fifty five hundred by the end of this week. Um, the Chicago bulls side of things. I mean, Levine is probable, um, he's expected to play here. It's just the pricing for the bulls. I mean, Levine, Vooch and DeRozan are all very good players, but with all three of them on the floor together, there's not like a ton of ceiling here. So what are your thoughts when it comes to the Chicago bulls?
1: Um, I like, if you're doing a mid, if you're doing like a mid range build um, or bounce build, I love getting to them, um, especially Demar DeRosa, Probably my favorite. He's just been ball, He's just been playing lights out this year. Overall, um, being more effective, being, being having a more of an efficient shooting um, shooting percentage so far to start the season off. And i um, have obviously been getting, I think, a little bit more blocks um, on a defensive end as well as steals uh, to start off the season as well. So to me, he would be my favorite to get to in tournaments. Um, and and I wouldn't play Lonzo Ball on DK, but at the 5900 price on Fanduel looks really, really, really good um, for especially for the point guard position. So he's someone to add that might be more more of a priority for me to get to on Fanduel as well. Um, and the matchup is is should be good for Vooch going against these Brooklyn bigs, um, I don't know. I don't think there's anyone that can stop him defensively. So 7,700 on FanDuel is a good price for him if you're going with the mid-range build. Um, I personally am leaning towards, I don't think, um, Marcus is, I mean, I'm, um, AD is playing from him leaving the game to, on Saturday night and being sick. So I, I can see where a run you can probably get um, Russell Westbrook, probably a mid-range guy, or and probably get some other value guys because we have those, we still have the Sixers values who, who um, which is still in play too as well. So um I, I like getting to them in tournaments. They all those guys, as far as like um like Levine, um Levine and um Alex Caruso, I think you can still roster as well, um, will be um fine, I think, as well.
0: Minnesota at Memphis, no total in this game. I mean, we're waiting on the D'Angelo Russell news before we're going to start seeing lines in this game. He's questionable. And then on the Memphis side of things, Brooks is still out. So let's start with Minnesota. Um, I, I mean, obviously quite a difference here if Russell plays or not. We've seen over 20 shot attempts in every game except for one for Edwards this season. It's not like he's been better. But the price is starting to come down a little bit. Um, what are your thoughts here on Minnesota?
1: Yeah, there's only like really like two guys I want to get to on here on this on that team, and that's to be Carl Towns and Anthony Edwards. Um, preferably Anthony Edwards since he's getting usage and a shots up, especially with um especially with um with Russell out. I don't I don't think Russell's gonna play tomorrow. Um, because he had an angle injury. I think he's going to probably set up this um, game and then probably come back the next game after that. So I like the matchup for uh, for Anthony Edwards here, um, preferably on FanDuel with the steel block upside as well, since he plays defense. Um, Jaden McDaniels, if he's in the starting lineup, I would I would definitely probably roster him at thirty one hundred on DK. That's a phenomenal price. I think you can um, work with him over there and he can, um, he can um, provide some value for you and, and um, have a little bit of upside where you can possibly get like 25, 30 fantasy points on the good night, especially in this matchup that's uh, up pace.
0: Yeah, I mean, looking at Minnesota as a whole, I, I want to see the Russell News. um, Because, like, I think Beasley at 4,600, he's going to get the minutes. It's just... Is he going to shoot well? Can he pick up a couple secondary stacks um, as he's shooting? Um, so I think Beasley's always someone that is interesting. And then, as much as I hate to say it, I think Patrick Beverly's in a nice bounce back spot here. Um, just had a terrible game against the Clippers the other night, and he's still forty three hundred. So if Russell sits, uh, Pat Bev. <laughs> Old school, old school, man. Um, I think Pat Beverly is is very interesting here. Uh, the Memphis side of things, we're starting to see Triple J have these, like, ceiling-type games if he can stay out of foul trouble. What are your thoughts here on the Grizzlies?
1: Yeah, he he's my favorite play for the price right now. Um, I know we got John Murray coming in and um, 9,100 on both sides. So, yeah. Um, to me, that's to me, I feel like that's a I don't I'm like a job around ceiling for right now. So he's someone I'm probably would be less likely to get to, but triple J, that price $5,800, I think it's a good price. I think he's still not priced where he should be on DK um and on FanDuel. I think he should probably be a Um I think both sides could be, probably be around like a seven, seven, five K player. Um, so to me, he's those are the guys that definitely want to get in uh, uh triple J. Um Steven Adams is um was other guy too um in tournaments, um, because Carlton Towns doesn't play defense really all that well. So you see Steven Adams on DK have an easy double double with the bonus. Over on that side at, at 4,500 and pay off that salary um, in no time. Uh, Desmond Bain and, and, and Melton is some, are two uh, um, of, of the secondary pieces I would definitely look at and try to get to. Um, they're both a reasonably priced. Um, it could be last filling. Could be some filling guys on your roster um, when you um, construct it today.
0: Um, moving on. We got New Orleans at Dallas, no total in this game. Ingram is still questionable. Zion's out, and then Keebler is out. Um, on the Dallas side of things, let's start with New Orleans. Um, what are we looking at here for the Pelicans in this matchup?
1: Okay, I'm sorry, I'm looking at fantasy. I'm, I'm assuming fantasy labs thinks that they're going to be out, that he's going to be out tomorrow. Okay, so yeah, with, with BI. Um, I guess there's too many, he's gonna be out, which I, I would assume too soon as well. Um, because I would expect him back this weekend. Um, pretty much if if Brandon Ingram is out, um, Alexander Walker, Graham. Um, and Valanciunas are the only place I think I would consider. You can consider Josh Hart as well, but his prices come up to um, around five k on DraftKings. I think that's a little bit, uh, I think that's fine, but probably a little bit too much when he doesn't provide a lot of shooting upside. I personally want guys to, that are going to take a lot of shots and um and be more and be have more of a usage on the court. So, um, to me, Graham, uh, Nikhil, Alexander Walker, and Valanciunas would be my main targets from this team. Um, especially, um, uh, is going against, uh, Porzingis, um, 8,500, I know it's a little bit of a price, but he, if he's playing about 30 minutes, he can, he's going to, he should be able to get to about 45 minimum fantasy points, hopefully 50, um, and possibly be even getting from, have an upside game, of maybe 60, maybe, uh, on a night like this, um, uh, like I said, that is also perfect for a balance build as well too. Um, Nikhil Alexander Walker would be probably a secondary piece too. Uh, one next favorite piece actually um, at fifty nine hundred on 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 both sides. Um, he's going to keep shooting, um, and I think he's eventually going to make his shots more more times than not. I know I think he's in a little bit of a shooting slump um, from what I was looking at his stats earlier today um so he's gonna that's gonna obviously come back and correct over the past couple of games from him not shooting well and then he'll be back to giving you about 35 40, um, fantasy points maybe even have a 40 point uh 40 fantasy point game in this one
0: yeah i mean ingram is the the big news here that we're waiting to see um i mean i think ingram plays or not doesn't matter for valentunas um it's always been about minutes for valentunas and Honestly, don't really have anybody to match up with him. I think this could be a big game for Valenzunas if they, you know, give him the ball. Um, Alexander Walker and Graham Hart, all these guys, way more interesting if Ingram um, ends up sitting again. So we'll wait and see on that. But I mean, overall, with Ingram being out the last couple of games, the prices have have caught up to new orleans um you know we were getting good value here but like josh hart is 5k even at 30 minutes if josh hart shoots lights out i mean 6x maybe a 7x ceiling so the pricing on these guys have caught up enough where it's like all right well now who's the new value um where's the where's the new value coming from in this in on this slate because i mean the new orleans side is definitely priced appropriately uh the Dallas side of things. I think a guy like Dwight Powell is super interesting in this matchup because again, they're going to have to have someone try to stop Valanciunas. I don't think they put Porzingis on him. If they do and they don't feed Valanciunas a ton in this game, they're doing it wrong. So I think Dwight Powell is someone that, you know, potentially gets more opportunity here if he can stay out of foul trouble. Um what are your thoughts on Dallas?
1: Uh yeah he's definitely someone i would uh, i i can see myself considering on 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 dk coming at a price of thirty seven hundred so um i don't mind it i i just don't know what the minutes are gonna look like for him around probably around twenty two minutes i would say he's gonna play maybe twenty five the most that's that's all that've been i've been really worried about when it comes to powell but Powell could definitely um, should definitely be out there more as long as the balance is out there just to play some just to play defense and uh, get some rebounds and even if you have some put back shots. Um but for this team with Porzingis being back, um I really like I like is price on DraftKings at 6700 Um, mm-hmm. especially if he's gonna match up probably with um with with someone smaller than him in the front court. Um so I don't think he's gonna match with Valentinus. I think he'll probably be on um whoever the power forward is. I because I think their their main power forward is hurt right now. I forgot his name currently. Um, so he he's someone I would i i i like getting to uh, on DK especially, um, at that price and he's and we saw his first game back. He played twenty seven minutes and had a pretty had a good uh, fantasy output. So, um, I wouldn't worry about it at all. Um, one guy also I know that has been that's been playing. Still pretty well that I was uh, kind of uh, surprised that um, him still playing um, pretty well was with Jalen Brunson. Um, I think that Jason Kays, if Jason K. is going to continue giving uh, Brunson around 30 minutes a night, I think we have to consider rostering him, rostering him almost, um, on a nightly basis. Um, until his prices um adjust a little bit, um, because I think right now he's 5,400 on DK. I mean, I'm gonna 5,400 on FanDuel. Um, not sure what the DK price is, I have to see if I can find it. Um, but that that price, I mean, but, but Brunson with 30 minutes, obviously, in this matchup that's gonna be fast paced up and down, um, Pelicans are not playing much defense. Um, I, I think that they, I think that Brunson could still. Be a good GBP play. They put up a uh, score that gets you like six, seven X, maybe even eight, nine um, on this slate. So he's someone I would look to in tournaments for sure. And obviously we know Luca is Luka. Um, I think he's he's definitely a good play always, um, but it's just between him or Russell when it comes to playing them at the point guard position. And obviously I think we would want to play Russell, especially if Anthony Davis is going to sit tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I mean... Dallas is always super interesting because we know the, that Luca has these games where he, he just goes absolutely ham. It just seems like he hasn't had that game yet this season. And I mean, maybe maybe that, that whole usage in like monster games is kind of out of the w- window with Jason Kidd. And like Brunson has turned into this guy that, I mean, Jason Kidd was a point guard. He, he's going to be working with guys like Jalen Brunson. He's going to be helping these guys. Jalen Brunson has double-digit shot attempts in four straight games. His minutes continue to increase, like you just mentioned. He's 5,700. This is a guy that has 53 fantasy points within the last week, and he's still under 6K. So very much in play here. Um, I, I do think this is a really interesting spot for him. And, you know, we've started to see that, like, Finney Smith – like that 35 type minute games might be coming down a little bit. So definitely something to just kind of pay attention to when you're looking at this, um, you know, Dallas team in general, Miami at Denver two of six and a half total here. Miami is a one and a half point favorite Oladipo still out. Stress is questionable. Denver side. Canker is out. Murray is out and Porter jr. Is out. So some major key injuries here for Denver, with Murray still not back, and then Porter Jr. out for this one. Let's start with the Miami Heat. Um, I I mean, Miami's a good team. They're one of the best teams in the East. Butler, Bam, Lowry, Hero. It's just there is no value because of just how solid these guys are. I Just, you know, me and you, we think tournaments. We're tournament-minded people. Where's the ceiling with these four guys at these prices?
1: Yeah, only only still I can see is maybe with Kyle Lowry on FanDuel. He's still at 6200 and Wow, they, they increased his the price by $300 um, over the weekend when he was $5,900 um, before. So he's the main guy that we want to try to get to um, in tournaments because his price is still too low for the, the amount of production upside he he, he brings to the table. Um, and obviously Bam being at $8,400 is, is still a value as well too, but – um, and and can, it also could present the upside of what um, guys like AD could do as well, especially in this matchup. With the with the Denver team that doesn't have um that that's playing with a lot of um missing missing bodies on their on their team, um but those are the main four guys. Do we even consider rostering? Um, if you are one, if you do want to take some shots on these guys in tournaments, you can and that's fine. But you you're hoping for an upside game from from pretty much like Jimmy Bam and Tyler mainly Kyle Lowry. I think on Fanduel there's still a meat on that bone where where he can provide you uh, value and can get you some upside. At 6,200, um, because this is a guy who normally is like an 8k player and he's still being valued at 6,200, which is still too cheap. On on DK, we see his price at 7,900, which I don't think, um, pretty much anyone on the on DK would be a play for me. It'd be more just geared towards uh, the side of FanDuel for me with those four guys, and that's really it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it. Lowry is someone that I've played a ton this season um, on FanDuel in general, but I uh, just on DraftKings these these prices are just um, they're just tough. And then on the Denver side of things, Jokic is 11K, but I think Jokic is right up there with your Westbrook's, Curry's, um, Trey Young type of players on this slate. It, it's just I don't know if I prioritize him over those guys. Um, mostly a one lineup guy when it comes to NBA. So I don't know if I like end up with him, but I do think this is a really interesting spot for a guy like Will Barton with Porter jr. Out. And as much as I hate to say it, Aaron Gordon, um, he's someone that could see, you know, decent minutes, but I think Will Barton is the, is the guy that I'm going to be looking at the most here on the Denver side, even, even in this tough defensive matchup.
1: I agree. Um, Barton is probably, like my favorite play from Denver, just because we already know he's gonna put up shots. That, that's what he likes to do. He likes to shoot, and and he's the only he's besides Jokic and and Gordon, um, I think he's the only one on the uh, on the team that has the upside to to give you a um, a six seven maybe eight x night um, for the price that he is at on, on both DK and Fanduel. So to me, Barton would be um, one of my main priorities to get to in tournaments. Um, I don't and I know we're going to probably I think everyone's going to go to PJ Dozier for value, which is fine. And I think that that's actually a good play today just because I think he's going to be in there regardless whether they get blown out from Miami or they don't get blown out. So I think PJ Dozier might end up being up to a point where he might be, um, um, I guess, what's the word? Not match proof. Um, But uh uh, I guess slate proof or 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 just or I guess game proof. Um, the no matter how the game might go, so um, PJ Dozier is probably a it's a good value play 3300 on on DK and 3600 on Fanduel. I think that he's going to be popular for sure. But given given the way that the injuries are falling, he's going to have to be out there for the minutes and and this kid is a talented kid too as well. So. He he can definitely get up there and put up shots and give you a 30 a 30 fantasy point game. Um, I think too. Um, is how how likely is it to happen? Probably not high, but it can happen for sure. Um, and like you said, Aaron Gordon, um, they're gonna probably I think they should lean on him more. He should get a little bit more of the usage as well. And his prices um, if we get to Aaron Gordon from when he was with Orlando, then his price is too cheap. And he should be pretty much a lock in almost every one of your lineups. But if you're if if are just getting a regular Aaron Gordon, then I would say Aaron Gordon has been playing like the last year and a half with I um, since he's been traded to Denver, then I would say roster him. Be, be careful with rostering him, but see how it is and probably stick to a guy like Barton and pay a little bit more extra for him, who definitely has more upside.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a small sample size, just kind of looking um, you know, with 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 J- Porter Jr. Out, um, no one has, has seen a, a huge bump, but Barton and Gordon are both averaging more fantasy point per minute. Um, and Jokic, it, it, again, it's a small sample size. 65 minutes with Porter Jr. Off the floor. The suit has a 39% usage rate and he's averaging 2.35 fantasy points per minute. That's monstrous. So the ceiling is is there. Uh, for Jokic in this game, and I mean Barton, I think is interesting. And I, I mean, I wasn't even Dozier. Dozier is definitely going to pop. I think on um, some lineup like lineup HQ optimizers projections, he's going to pop today. Um, moving on, Atlanta at Golden State, two twenty-one and a half total here. Golden State is a three-point favorite. Um, it sounds like Collins is going to play. Um, Wiseman and all these guys are out still on the Golden State side. So it should be two full lineups facing off against each other here. Um, I mean, when we look at Golden State this season, they're not playing incredibly fast. And then when we look at Atlanta, I mean, Golden State's playing fifth fastest in the NBA. Don't get me wrong. Atlanta's playing about the 15th fastest. It is a nice bump in pace here for Atlanta. Um, Anything standing out to you for the Hawks?
1: Um. Well, the price for Trey Young, um, he should be a lot more. So that's some. Um, that's a guy that I want to continue to try to roster in some in my lineups and GPPs to see if we can strike an upside with him. Um, this is a this is a good matchup. Even though Golden State is playing a lot better defensively this year, um, over the years, so he's someone I I, got, I would say we should look at for sure. Um, on on DK. Um. Not, uh, besides that, on DK, there's not really anyone besides maybe Clint Capella. You can try to go to um, at 7100 if you're building, like I said, more of a balanced approach. Uh Bogdanovich is someone else I don't mind that we could get to as well. Um, on Fanduel, um Bogdanovich's price is 4800. I think that's a that's a good price to pay for him. 6300 for Cl- Clint Capella as well, and John Collins 6800 is, is someone I it's the target. Um, pretty much this whole Atlanta team, I think, on Fanduel is underpriced a little bit. For the position that they're in. Um, And this game should be competitive um, and it should stay close. So, um, pretty much Capella, Collins, Bogdanovich, and Trey, and Trey Young will be the main guys I want to try to get to um, in tournaments or in my lineups.
0: Yeah, I mean, Trey Young should be a lot more in this matchup, like you said. I mean, this is a guy that can go for 50 plus fantasy points under 10 K. So he has to be, um, in the, in the player pool today. Uh, but outside of him, I mean, John Collins, seven K that's kind of priced appropriately. Capella 7,100 for a guy that the minutes are super inconsistent, even though they're getting bit better. And then like all these wing players, there's just so many mouths to feed here. Um, on the golden state side of things, as much as I love Curry here, this team, the Atlanta team, has spent so bad against shooting guards. I think Jordan Poole could have a monster game here. Um, what are your thoughts on the Warriors?
1: Yeah, especially on DraftKings, the price being 5800 I love Jordan Poole um, on, on both sides, but DraftKings in particular with that price that stands out. No one knows something I like can roster on DK for the price that they're at, um, except for maybe Draymond Green. With the upside that he still presents in that price point, Curry's at his price. Wiggins is pretty much price. I think where he should be. Um, Looney at thirty one hundred is a value, but not a great value or strong value, I should say. But on FanDuel, Wiggins at fifty five hundred, um, and and the pool at six k. Those are probably two priorities I would love to try to get to. um pool pulls a talent. We you know this guy has has shown that. He he can obviously play ball and he's been and he's gotten better and he's improved over the summer, um, um, over summertime and also between last year and this year. So Jordan Poulsen is that is someone I think that we should look at strongly and give into our lineup, especially going against a guy like Bogdanovich, um, who is pretty much who pretty much plays defense, but not defense at the high level that they have with um DeAndre um on DeAndre Hunter on that team who will probably be occupied by Wiggins, but uh, Wiggins price also um on Fanduel fifty five hundred is that that's way too cheap. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely have some shares of, of Andrew Wiggins tomorrow. Just hope that he can give me an upside game in this matchup because you never know. Um and Curry being under ten k, it's another guy you can still like I said roster in your lineups. Um and having a GBP pool as well because he can maybe get you in a you know, striking upside game here. You never know. Um and Draymond Green too has seventy three hundred as well. But priorities would be pool and Wiggins on Fanduel and um pool on DK.
0: Yeah, I, I like I said I really like Jordan Pool here. Uh, I think this is a game that we could see one of his like I'm gonna shoot ten threes and if I if I get hot I'm not gonna stop shooting so. Um, and Atlanta has like I said Atlanta's really struggled not Atlanta um, yeah Atlanta Atlanta's really struggled with shooting guards this season. I think they're allowing the third most three-pointers um fourth most three-pointers by shooting guards this season. So that number is just going up today because Jordan Poole he's going to he's going to chuck them that's for sure. Phoenix at Sacramento. It's a back-to-back for Sacramento, so no total in this one on the Phoenix side. Aiton is still out, and Sarge is out still. Uh, let's start with that Phoenix Suns team. I mean, Aiton out, obviously out the last few games. Um, here, Frank the Tank, forty-three hundred should get you know plenty of run here with Aiton out. Uh, McGee, they just. They're they're not going to play him enough minutes. It seems. Um, I mean, they've they're very committed on keeping him under twenty. Um, I think Frank Kaminsky is one of the best value plays on this slate. What are your thoughts here on the Suns?
1: Yeah, um, Frank Kaminsky to me, like you said, one of the best value plays. So, uh, definitely top priority. He should be your lineup, especially in this matchup, um, going against the Sacramento Kings, who who's who's been playing really good lately. Um, um, and playing really competitive basketball. So, this game might actually be probably one of my favorite games on the slate. Um, just because of the back and forth nature that these guys have it. And without, without, um, without DeAndre Ayton there, you're going to see, I think, the pace go up a little bit more. So, um, Crowder being 4,900 and DK and 46 on FanDuel, so I'd love to get to as well. Um, Mikel Bridges. Um, 5200 and 55k as well. Uh, Devin Booker, who I think is who, who I think is going to get a little bit more usage, especially with the uh, with AMB and now. Um, I think he's a phenomenal play. Um, especially on FanDuel at 8500 is too cheap over there, in my opinion. Um, and then you got Chris Paul, um, 83 and 8700 on both sites. I mean, on DK and, Fan, um, and FanDuel with the prices, the, these guys to me, um, along with Comiskey. Those guys should be targeted. Um, and I think you should have at least one Phoenix Sun guy in your lineup, maybe even two. Um, I like this game as a mini stack. Um, I'm going to stack this so many different ways as I possibly can because I think that there's just a lot of upside here in this spot for, for these guys, and the pace is going to be pretty fast.
0: Yeah, this seems like a good spot to potentially pivot a little off of that Atlanta-Golden State game. Um, I, I think both of those games are stellar. And the good thing is they start at 10 o'clock. So maybe you're seven or eight o'clock like players aren't doing as well as you need them to do. You got some, you got some interesting moves that you can make here um, when looking at this Phoenix-Sacramento game. Because, I mean, Sacramento on the other side, they're not as appealing to me as the Phoenix side of this game. But I think the Kings are still a team that you can look at in this game. Harrison Barnes is having a phenomenal season. Fox is having a t- coming off of a terrible game um, against the Pacers on Sunday. Harrison Barnes, man, this guy, and he, g congratulations to our buddy g He finished third in the sports betting championship. I was texting him. He was sweating Harrison Barnes over on points. Um, and I, I mean, he needs a Harrison Barnes Jersey. I will make sure that uh, he knows that when he's on the podcast with me this week, but um Harrison Barnes is having a phenomenal season. This guy has double double upside every single night. He's someone that can add steals, assists, um 7300. It almost seems like this price is really fair on him today.
1: Yes, I agree. Like Harrison Barnes has been one of my favorite NBA players over the past couple of years fantasy-wise cuz he's won me a lot of money. Um and and his price, I think he's I think even with this price being at 73 and seventy four hundred, I think it's still a little bit under than what it should be because of the value he play he provides for the team as far as getting rebounds, assists, and points he put up, along with the minutes he's playing. So to me, Harrison Barnes is someone I definitely love getting to today, especially now there being with no um DeAndre Ayton being there, so the the rebound aspect of it, he he should be able to hopefully get a little bit more rebounds. Um and then um so to, and that also would lead to me like in Rashad Holmes as well, um on FanDuel at 7,200, um being a sneaky being in a sneaky spot that probably i uh, going to come at low ownership I think and he's going to be able to snag a easily a double double in this game and possibly put up, give you give you a stealing game of of fifty fantasy points at his price. Which I think can definitely happen. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton is someone who continues to play well. I think we should. I think he's a he's definitely a roster for DK at six so I I think he can still. I think he still has upside at that price on um, Fanduel. I think at six at is a little bit too expensive. Um, and and on Fanduel, everyone else like De'Aaron Fox seventy four hundred is someone I, I like getting to um, tomorrow. His price is way too cheap, way too cheap for, for the upside he has. And, um, and Davion Mitchell um, coming off the bench um, is another guy that I think that we should continue to look at um, that as he provides value. He's playing minutes. It seems like Luke Walton wants to get him as many minutes as he possibly can. Um, so and he, he might approach even 30 in this game because um, we've seen the last couple of games has been 28, 24, 26, 29, 25. So I, I think the upside is there for, for, for Davion to play even a little bit more minutes. And like I said, we can strike an upside game for him. Maybe he gets you 35 fantasy points for his price.
0: All right, we finish it out with Charlotte at LA, taking on the Lakers. It is a back to back for Charlotte on the Lakers side. I mean, some of the biggest injury news on the slate. We'll be looking at is still out, Anthony Davis is questionable, Horton Tucker is out, LeBron is out, and Kendrick Nunn is still out. Um, so obviously, we're waiting on the AD news. Um, I mean stomach bug and a finger injury left the game the other night um i don't play a lot of nba on the weekends now i will be because nascar's over but i'm sure that burned a lot of people seven seven minutes the other night at 10 5 with lebron out i'm sure a lot of people played anthony davis um dre shaking his head i'm sure he was one of those people we're gonna start with the charlotte side of things um i mean this young team very talented young team. They have so much ceiling. Um, they're currently playing the Clippers right now as we're recording the podcast. I mean, I think the only guy that I'm somewhat concerned about on a back-to-back Mason Plumley one, cause he just came back or the, I think that he's someone that could be very, they'll be very careful with Gordon Hayward on the second end of a back-to-back. He could be someone that he's played big minutes already and they're only in the third quarter. So, I mean, we'll be watching the Charlotte news. Um, anything standing out to you here for Charlotte?
1: Uh, hold on. I'm actually trying to see. He has, to play. he has played back-to-back so far, but his performance has performances weren't that well. So, yeah, that doesn't concern with me. Gordon Hayward probably won't be, so I'm going to look at today. today. Um, he has a good price of, on, on both sides, 61 to 69. So it might be interesting and might want to rock him a little bit. Um, but on on DK, I think that everyone is priced at where they should be, except for Terry Rozier, but he hasn't seen the final shot yet. So he's someone I think you can roster over there. Um, is 9k, it's too expensive. Um, uh, seems like Miles Bridges might be coming back down earth a little bit. So seven hundred is someone I definitely don't know if we could get to. Um, I um you could probably I think you could um roster Kelly Oubre, a little bit, um, because I think he could he still get it's going to get the minutes, especially if Gordon Hayward ends up being out. Then I think he will slot in maybe even in the starting lineup for him as well. Um, on FanDuel, um, Rosier is 5300, it's still too cheap, so like you, you're gonna have to probably roster him. I would, I would still, I would do it with caution though, a little bit because, like I said, the, the usage also between this team is just a little weird, um, and <sighs> And, and Rogier's still going really to put up the shots, we know, but they haven't been falling. It's just he should be able to pay off this price, but he hasn't so far fully yet. Um Hayward, like he said, back to back. We don't know what he's gonna do. Pay attention to the news for that. Um, but Plumley, if he plumley plays, he's in a good spot, especially if AD doesn't play, which honestly I don't think he is gonna play. Um, um, if so, I don't trust him, honestly, at this point. But uh, but Plumlee is is going to be a, in a phenomenal spot, especially if AD is out. Um, it's something that we have to consider rostering. Uh, Miles Bridges at eighty three hundred. Um, uh, like I said, he he like he's come down to earth a little bit. Um, I think it's someone that we can't you can consider rostering, especially if he's going to play around thirty seven minutes still. But um, it's going to be it'd be I think it's just a little bit hard to do that with the other value that we have on this um. On this slate, especially um, at that position when you got Andrew Wiggins, who's like at 5.5 K um, on FanDuel can provide just what's value on um, the upside that Miles Bridges has.
0: Yeah, I mean, on the Charlotte side of things, I, I go into this slate knowing that I'll have exposure to Westbrook or Anthony Davis if he plays, um, So on the Charlotte side, I want to have exposure to this team, but (laughs) knowing who that is, is tough because LaMelo is so expensive. He, I mean, he has the upside and ceiling to pay off nine K don't get me wrong. The dude is just insane. Um, his, his younger brother is playing in the G league with Charlotte right now too. Um, him and it was JT or something like that. Um, Thor, like Charlotte has some, um, they get some talented young players. Um, just, I mean, this team is a team that could potentially be really good, which makes our buddy Will very happy. But um, so when I'm looking at the Charlotte side of things, I, I want to watch the injury news here and see if they rest anybody. But if not, I mean, I probably will take some shots. Um, maybe like a Terry Rogier here at 6,400. You know, he's someone that I think if he was having a good shooting game, he could pay off this price tag. Um, he hasn't had a lot of those lately. So, I mean, I want to see that. If Mason Plumlee were to sit on the second end of a back-to-back, um, I mean, just kind of seeing, like, where, where some potential minutes could go. Um, I mean, he was dealing with a rib injury on Sunday and decided to play. So if he were to sit, I mean, it could potentially open up minutes for like a Nick Richards or something. So we'll just have to kind of see. And then on the Lakers side, I mean, if Anthony Davis plays and they say he's good to go, I, I know he burned people the other night, but recency bias is the best edge in DFS. Um, I mean, just wash that out of your brain and just go with it. Um, but either way, with LeBron out, Westbrook at 10-4, this guy has a massive ceiling. Terrible game the other night against Portland. Shot the ball terribly. Just didn't do well without his counterpart. I think both of these guys are stellar plays. Um, outside of that, I mean, I just don't have a ton of interest. Maybe some Carmelo if he's cheap on any of the sites. But uh, what are your thoughts on the Lakers?
1: Um, also, I want to touch on when you were saying, too, running it back if you're playing Russell real quick. Um, I think running it back with LaMelo – because because I think Lamelo will be on Russell a lot during the game, and we know Russell does not play defense all that well, so I think Lamelo could have an upside game in this spot. Um, I would target him in, in tournaments though specifically. Um, even though know, Rozier is cheaper, and I get that, um, but I would just maybe find a way to get Lamelo in there. Um, um, because you know I know his price is expensive, but he can definitely have an upside in this matchup. But with the Lakers. Anthony Davis and Russell's only two guys I can see myself rostering right now currently, especially if they're both in. Um, if Anthony Davis is out, then I want Carmelo Anthony because um, the cause rebound, uh, the shots opportunity, the rebound upside that he's going to have there is going to be great. Um, then you have to bring in Malik Monk into the possible picture of playing more minutes so he's someone you can look at in tournaments. Um, Dwight Howard will become a little bit more valuable, um, even though he's only going to play about 15 to 20 minutes. Um, possibly in, in in that time frame, we know what he can do in that point, being um, uh, being about a, a little bit of being over a fantasy point per minute, um, and then Kim Baysmore as well at f- a 4K or DK 4300 on Fanduel is someone I would consider. But um, if if pretty much Davis is in, it's either Russell, or Anthony Davis for me. But if they're out, then all bets are off. Then you have a couple other guys I think you need to look at a roster, starting primarily with Carmelo Anthony outfield.
0: All right, let's play the morning grind game. We're going to use DraftKings pricing like we always do. Um, give me a guy under five K that you like to go seven X on the slate. Uh,
1: under five K to seven X. Sorry, I was pulling it up actually because I'm on. You no, know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna say PJ Dozer.
0: I had two names written down. It was him and it was um, Frank Kaminsky. So there you go. Frank the Tank, baby. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust at the top today?
1: Uh, I'm going to see. I don't want to say my guy, but I'm going to say Jimmy Butler.
0: I'm going to go James Harden um, at 10-1. Yes, he can 5X, but I mean, he's only done it three times, and like, it's not like James Harden is going out there and putting up eighty-point games. I'll play James Harden um, when Durant is out or if Durant sits, but until then, I just mean these guys are just playing good basketball together, and I mean they're relying on each other. Give me your favorite uh, six play six x play here on today's slate. Um, favorite
1: six x play. Uh, it was on DraftKings pricing. I'm going to say, um, I'm gonna say Rashawn Holmes.
0: All right, I like that one. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Will Barton. I was debating on Will Barton or Jordan Poole, but I think I'm gonna go with Will Barton. I really like both those guys. Um, on this slate, uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Just someone that you think is going to be under 10 owned that you think has um, some really good ceiling. It's the night before. It's always tough to guess ownership, but just someone that you, you, you kind of have on your radar today.
1: Um, I'm gonna say Jalen Brunson because I don't think he's gonna be low-owned and not people are gonna probably roster with all the value we have with his late.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was struggling with this question because I mean, I, there, I feel like my lineup's gonna be pretty chalky today, but one guy that like just continue to stay stand out to me that I don't think will be high owned, And he hasn't been high owned recently is Seth Curry. He's 5,800. Yeah. He's just someone that I really like to play. Um, when he shoots the ball super well, you, you get those stealing games, but he's going to shoot. He's had double digit shot attempts in four straight games to Tobias us out. Um, so I'm going to go Seth Curry as my let's get weird GPP play of the day. We don't have a ton of lines out to talk bets today. Uh Dre, any final thoughts before we get out of
1: here? um pay attention to news stack the i I would pay and i would personally try to stack a little bit of the phoenix suns game if you can make sure you have at least one philadelphia guy and all your lineups tomorrow and um not all value is good value remember that
0: not all opportunity is equal we're gonna get out of here i hope everyone has um an awesome day and enjoys there Monday we'll be back tomorrow
1: talking some more hoops um good luck everyone we will see you then